0: Welcome to the Behind the Goals podcast, the podcast about fans, for fans and by fans. Please welcome your hosts, Andrew Jenkin and Alan Russell.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Behind the Goals podcast. Andrew and I are joined today by our new commercial partners, Fansbet. Tom, Steve and David are going to join us for a chat and tell us a little bit about the background of the organisation Uh, what makes them different to other betting companies Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about what might be possible in our relationship with them.
2: Thank you very much for joining us. We've got Steve, Tom and David here from uh, Fansbet. Thank you for coming up to to Falkirk in our our office to visit us. Um, Perhaps you could just tell us a little bit about yourselves, each of you, and then Fansbet the history
0: yeah I'll pick this one up Andrew Um, my own background Tom Lee is my name Um, if you've the misfortune to be a horse racing fan you you might down the years have caught up with me on shows such as Channel 4's horse racing coverage I did that for a decade Um, I did the parallel situation with uh, Ireland's RTE which is their equivalent the BBC Um, that alongside horse racing and football are my twin sort of governing enjoyment in life Um, what I would say is that I didn't go looking um, for a job with a company called Fansbet, but when I was consulted about it, I was actually really quite taken aback, because my initial reaction was to think, almost, in a way, you could argue that it sounds too good to be true, a betting company which stands not just to look after itself, but to look after very directly to provide football fans with a capability and a mechanism to create their own revenue stream. So, normally when I hear about something like that I just think, oh, it's just another bookie it's not, and that's the really exciting thing because um, I was drawn to a, really to this flame which is Fansbet, which is something very powerful very simple, and I hope as it grows and develops, something very special Um, Fansbet is a a betting platform which promises to share 50% of the net profit it generates from football fans of any team it's irrelevant, there's no snobbery, it doesn't matter if you're a potentially a tiny lowland or highland league team, whether you're an SPL giant or indeed whether you're in England, Wales, Ireland, further afield, whatever it might be. Um, If you support a team and if your group of fans have got a cause or thinking about establishing a cause, here's a way to help it and boost it. So very simply, I'll give you a very early example of some of the good work that Fansbet has done. Um, we forged a relationship with a group who call themselves the Viking Supporters Cooperative that is effectively de facto the trust allied to supporters of Doncaster Rovers Football Club um, who are going well they're an established hardened League One team with a good fan base um, ok they're unlikely to probably be dominating the Champions League any time in the next five years but what they are is a rock solid club uh, with a regular fan base who want to do two things They want to boost community projects. They're very much into the food banks, but they're also very much into nourishing grassroots football. And they're always trying and largely struggling to raise some cash, which is why when we went to them and said, we think there's a way here that maybe here's a catalyst to help you do that. If you've got any supporters who are in the habit of enjoying having a a bet, might be a very modest one, and it might be a bet once a year, or there might be guys who like to back a, greyhound or a racehorse literally every day or maybe somewhere in between we think we could give you a an environment where sit very simply instead of doing that with any one of a number of better known and more established names here's a cleaner simpler purer alternative to that where simply by changing provider we're saying come in dip your toe into the fans bet water it's warmer and it's a great environment so very simply by as i say changing provider andrew that uh, they can come in If their bets win, they get paid. Brilliant. Game on. However, if those bets are unsuccessful, here's an equation by by which, say for example, you're a Doncaster fan, you can contribute to that good work being done by your supporters' trust. So it's a great organisation. It's one which uh, I myself follow Manchester United home and away. Um, Our colleague who you're going to hear from uh, here uh, in Scotland is a match-going home and away hardcore Clyde fan. And we've got all creatures, great and small, we've got, uh, immediately off the top of my head in our office, we've got Arsenal fans, Everton fans, Blackburn Rovers fans, all, so- all sorts of stuff. So, as I say, there's really no snobbery about who somebody supports. It's about benefiting and boosting fan culture. And part of that as well is supporting podcasts, fanzines, fan publications, fan media. So it's very much the, the, the strap line and the tagline about fans, by fans, for fans, And that's really a very true spine that runs through the company. So it's something we're excited by. It's something we're proud of. And it's something that up until now has been a pleasure to be part of as it grows. And hopefully through our partnership with SD Scotland, that's really a springboard to making it a much more visible presence uh, here in Scotland.
1: And how long has FansBet been been going? It's a fairly new entrant onto the in, in that market.
0: That's correct. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Alan. The, the The idea was brought to life in the spring summer of twenty seventeen baby steps getting the right platforms getting the right back-end technology all the boring stuff that you don't (laughs) consider um, payment provider solutions back-end technology licenses bits and pieces so it really was galvanized and became an active force november december 2017 and what you see now with a growing number of accounts with a growing presence with a better offering with an excellent website uh, and with the correct lines of communication and the correct correct levels of support small things little finesse touches like for example sign up at fansbet.com bet £10 get £10 so a little sort of thank you for opening an account a bit of encouragement a bit of help whatever it might be when you see the external influences for example the ambassadors that are allied to the company uh, you see people who actually uh, maybe the probably the best known name for anybody listening to this podcast now is the ex-England goalkeeper Paul Robinson who was amongst other things a hero at Leeds United similar status at Tottenham Hotspur. He did spells at Blackburn Rovers at Burnley. And I think the thing that really impresses me about Paul, okay, some people might say, well, I don't care for England. I don't care for Blackburn Rovers or Tottenham. or I get that completely. But the point was, he said initially, when we said, Paul, this is a very different betting company. Would you be interested in being involved? He said, yes, I would. And he said, the key for me is, but all the clubs I've been to in my career, and indeed when I was an international player, okay, some fans gave me a bit of flack, some some fans gave me great support. He said, but all of those people were paying to get in, in a roundabout way, they were supporting me. This is my way of giving something back to them, which is very much aligned to the values of Fansbet and what it's about and why it's here.
2: Mm. And um, one of the things that strikes, so you, you can go, you can sign up at fansbet.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about how it works and particularly the, the dashboard function.
0: Yep so it's really very simple you, you come in I'll go back to this idea of uh, Doncaster Rovers so you come in you notify that you are a, a fan of Doncaster Rovers I, immediately you get a choice of potential if you will partners to choose so that might be a branch that are located in Glasgow unlikely but potential let's <laughs> say there was a a sect of hardcore Donny Rovers fans who happen to, to be living here Um or Let's say, for example, it is the, it's the trust or it could be the fanzine. It could be the podcast. So you can choose where you want to share of any, of any of the revenue generated from your bets to go. Uh, or furthermore, you can just come in and say, listen, we haven't been represented yet. We'd like to suggest that our group, uh, which is a real... Colourful group who are going, they could be going from say somewhere around there, Rotherham, Sheffield, Nottingham, Leicester, whatever it might be, travelling from a bit further afield to go to Doncaster matches. You can send a an email to our support team, simply loyalty at fansbet.com. Please can you add us? We'd like to be represented in this process. But anyway, getting back to the core point. So you go in, you say I'm a Doncaster Rovers fan. I would like a share of any of my bets to be pledged towards uh, the Viking Supporters Cooperative. I'm aware of the good work they're doing with the aforementioned food banks, uh, with grassroots football. There are other groups who are doing other great things. It might be something very simple like subsidised tickets or travel. It could be fan ownership. It could be something like, another great example is Peterborough United and their smile ticket scheme, which allows people from underprivileged backgrounds to access free tickets for a match or two per season so they actually buy the, the Posh Supporters Trust uh, they buy season tickets which they specifically use for people from maybe tougher or deprived backgrounds in order to get access to football which clearly if you're, if you're unable to access that is a magical thing mm. and a really very powerful thing so that's lovely in itself um, and very simply facing the fan partners as we call them say for example the Posh Supporters Trust or the, the VSC, the Viking Supporters cooperative. Uh, they they're able through our communication with them uh, to see at regular intervals, you mentioned this, this idea of a dashboard, we've got a giving back website uh, via the Fansbet blog uh, which gives them regular updates about if they're eligible for a payout how much it might be and that gives people a sense of ownership and I think the key word here is empowerment because it's enabling fans to do something. and Leeds United, for example, their, their supporters recently, impressively, have created a mural in a subway which leads to the stadium. So you see little projects like that that locally matter enormously to groups of fans. And again, it, it really transcends that tribalism and that rivalry because it's separate. There's no way in the world that any Leeds United money is tagged specifically to their fan groups if they, if they are working with us. So that can't suddenly be contaminated and go across and benefit Manchester United projects. And that's where you smile because people come in and quite rightly, let's say, for example, you were a Manchester United fan. You might have fellas saying, well, I don't, I don't want the Blues getting their hands on our money. We want it to go to our projects and, and, and things that we care about. And very specifically, it can.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's two sides there. So if 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 a if a supporters group has got a project that they're looking to get money for to raise money for, uh, from from the from the supporters, it gives them another source of potential, you know, funds to help fund that 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 project. So they can sign up there as a fans partner. But if you're just a supporter that that bets on 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 football or on horse racing or on anything else, you can sign up and you can bet through FansBet and and and. Uh, and allocate you know, some of your money to go to, to this, the cause that you believe in, that you support.
0: That's exactly it, and that's the beauty and the simplicity of it, because quite simply no betting company has ever had the, call it what you will, the cojones, um, to actually go out there and do something for fans very directly and say, hang on, we're going to give people a voice here, we're going to empower them, we're going to enable them, and actually it might be something that hasn't begun yet, it could be a long-standing Thing which could just be grown and enhanced so you can see why very quickly why we're excited by it and why we're proud of the idea and why it's really important that everyone's consulted because it's not for everybody and we'll never we'll never be in a position where we're trying to force it on people and say oh you're 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 anti you're anti-gambling you you, you 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 should be doing this I totally respect that absolutely fundamentally respect that and would never try to push it onto somebody it's for those people who are already enjoying having a bet it's very simply saying here's a very clean pure uh, and we think very much improved alternative that can give somebody a chance to do something good either way yet if i have a bet which i do regularly and i thoroughly enjoy it of course i prefer to win but here's the for the first time ever here's an alternative whereby if that bet doesn't win here's an opportunity that i can see something that i care about for example, my fan partner through my account is United We Stand, Fanzine. So there's something that even if that's just helping them with their with their, with their development, with any specific aim or cause that they've got, suddenly there's an opportunity for me to do something which previously just didn't exist.
1: Yeah,
2: I've got to bring Stephen because before we hit the record button, you talked about the huge um, disparity between money in in football and why it was
4: important for you to to be working on something like fans but perhaps you could just Yep. um yeah thanks for having me it's been i appreciate it um i've you know prior to my time with fans bet i'd spent um 29 years um with a sizable retail organization and i've worked at both local national international level within that so um the law of um taking me away from something like that um, I guess it shows you just how excited I was about the opportunity to do so much good the real driver for me is is I've been outside of my working life Um, I've been involved with the team for getting on for three decades in Manchester um, at United I've um, been an active member of that for a long time, I still sell it on the streets outside the ground, so fan culture has always sort of mattered to me um, a lot and I think what was really, really exciting about the opportunities was to to be part of something that helps to enable that was very, very exciting. And I think if you look at the the vast amount of revenue that's in football nowadays, um, there's an argument to say that, you know, despite the fact that football fans in terms of facilities, in terms of safety, um, in terms of you know the standard of football that we're actually watching, it, you can put a strong case to say football fans have never had it so good. Um, and certainly when I compare it back to my sort of days of starting going games in the late seventies through the eighties, where you know I know what it's like to be you know almost like cast out of society by you know Thatcher's government. But I also understand what it's like to be treated badly in rickety old stadiums that will fall into pieces, where you take your life in your own hands um, in unsafe standing um and then the way you were treated by authority you know i know what it's like to be really really badly treated so i think to say fans are badly treated today is wrong i think what is accurate to say is is that the proportion of money within the game now where people can actively spend 71.6 million pounds on a goalkeeper <laughs> and you know i'm coming from a club where you know united was spent absolutely millions of pounds on on players as well um the revenue that's coming into the game that's going on transfers and going on wages, I understand that, but the proportion of things that are going towards things that matter to fans, there's an argument to say that financially football fans have been treated worse than they've ever been treated before. You know, when, you, when you've when you still got um, fan experiences that just aren't being supported by, not just by clubs, but by the authorities within the game as well, there's got to be something done about that because fan groups... You know tickets cost X, X amount, travel to certain games. The way that kickoff times certainly now mean that most people sometimes have to either take holidays or take days off work. Um, the impact financially on a football fan today, across the board, and more so certainly in England, um, is ridiculous. So to be part of something that enables the fan groups whether that be larger supporters trusts as Tom's talked about who are very very keen to have a voice in boards or to have stakes within clubs through shares Um, or whether it be some of the sort of lower level things like keeping fanzines alive or helping supporter groups with travel costs ticket costs logistical costs being part of that I think is is particularly important somebody who understands fan culture very well because of the things I've been involved with being able to sort of see that and sense that um, and be part of a solution to that um, is is quite important to us so you know when you look at the revenue within the game and the proportion of that that goes on the supporter experience you know it's it's not great and I think that's something that will it change is open to is open to debate my gut sense and gut feeling is is sadly it probably won't Um, going to the match you know when I first started going to football you know and I don't want to start going on all like i remember when it was just fields around here and all this kind of stuff but when i first started going my pocket money was enough to get me to and from a game every week including the bus getting me into the stadium it got me a program it got me a drink and it got me something to eat right and that was what my pocket now unless you're getting under i don't know what the going rate for pocket money is these days but i unless you're getting under a pound a week pocket money there's no way that the youth the next generation of the football fan can afford to go. And that's something that we've got to absolutely start to take really, really seriously. And, you know, when you look at this evolving beast that's become the Premier League, that ain't going to get any nearer. That's not coming back to fans ever. That's going to get further and further away from fans because, sadly, my click on the turnstile doesn't matter anymore. It used to be the most significant proportion of income to Manchester United that there was now it isn't right somebody sat in front of a television in a thousands of miles away is far 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 more significant than I am right I'm not saying that that's right or wrong I've got a personal opinion on it that it's very wrong and I get very very passionate about that but it's just the way that that product and that's what it is now it's a disgusting word to label to football but I'm afraid that's exactly what it is and it's evolved into something now But when you start to look at things like lower leagues, Premier League, um, in non-leagues, and even the grassroots, there's so, so, so much good. You know, where does tomorrow's football fan come from? Because there ain't a generation after me. I go to every United game, home and away. um, I look around the average age. I'm still stood next to people at away games that I started going to games with. The average age at an away game at Manchester United has gone from about 25. It's now about 45 to 50. There's no generation because they're being priced out afterwards that are coming into there. So they're either not going to watch football at all or they're going to start to go, well, I can't afford to go there. So maybe going to watch Stockport County or Bury or whoever else in Manchester is, is the way forward or maybe go and support Altringham or Salford City or all, all these other sort of non-league clubs that are dotted around. Either way, we want to be in a position where we're helping the fan causes of today, but we also want to make a contribution to make sure that the generation that comes after us it's got a sport And a game That they can still go to And afford to go to And that ultimately Is really really important to us
1: So for you And for you, what's brought you To fans a bit personally Is a, it's really a, a calling to, to say actually The supporter experience Needs to change And your your, your personal frustration At the way the game is developed um, Particularly At Manchester United At the top of English But mm. you're, you're seeing that Around football And outside of England As well And, and your desire to, to change that Will be part of Some sort of positive change To, to that 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 trend that's been going on for the last
4: few decades. Being part of that is key, but ultimately football was and still is ultimately the most important part of going to the match. Isn't what goes on on the pitch? Um, and you know, however, you know it's easy to say that having been fortunate enough to see some of the best things that's ever happened on a football pitch. But. in in proportion and i say this all the time when we went to barcelona in 1999 for the champions league final against Bayern munich the worst part of that trip was the match still right (laughs) everything that came in around it being there with my mates going at a game the buzz of being in and around my friends the buzz of what happened afterwards was proportionately better because of what happened in the last minute but still the best part of that trip was the sense of community the social side of going to the match. And that's really, really important to me. And I think that's just getting harder and harder and harder to do. And what you're seeing still is, if people are going to have the game taken away from them further and further, and it's becoming more of a TV sport as opposed to a spectator sport, well, that's fine. If that's the way it is, then that's just the way it is. But what we don't want to lose out on, what I believe really passionately in is, is I don't want that sense of community and that sense of being part of something whether that be the tribal part or whether that be the social community spirit side of it I don't want that to go because that's the greatest part of what being part of football and going to the match is all about so if we can help keep that alive even if the game perhaps might be getting further away in certain parts and certainly you know bringing it back to a more local part of where we are you know the supporter movement in Scotland the activity in the supporter movement the amount of club ownership the amount of influence within clubs that fans have it's truly inspiring to me you know and this is where you know and we're going to talk about the relationship between fans Bet and supports direct Scotland in a little bit but you know it's really inspiring to see that that's still alive and well up here um, and not just alive and well it seems to be getting a lot more active and a lot more prominent that in a lot of cases isn't it? I'm not saying it's everywhere but certainly the bigger the club the harder that becomes in England but one thing we absolutely want is the sense of community and being part of something about match day culture whether that be actually physically at the game or in in and around an event whether it be in front of the telly or in a working men's club or in a pub enjoying football and consuming football um, whether that be in the ways that we used to do it or different ways that's still very 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 important i think so yeah the whole piece around the community part of being at the match really really matters to me
1: and you you, you commented there on, on supporter ownership being quite a strong movement up north of the borders maybe we turn to david uh, uh, newly joined the Fans Bet team, um, you're also a supporter of one of Scotland's uh, supporter owned football clubs. Uh, so, you know, give share your perspectives, David,
3: on, on what got you involved in, in Fans Bet and, and, and what that could mean for a club like Clyde. Yeah, well, I was working in an entirely different industry before this, the, this kind of opportunity came up, and when I, I saw it, I just thought it's such a great opportunity for clubs and supporters to start. Getting an income from something that guys already do—they're all with other companies betting—and it gets them money coming in just for like their kind of pastime, something they do on a Saturday. Clubs like Clyde, small club, need money from every sort of angle, like right? And we're always tapping the same people for this, for money all the time. If we can get income coming in for that, and it pays for away buses or it pays for um, community teams playing it, I think it's just such an excellent opportunity yeah.
2: So if uh, if somebody in Scotland is hearing this and they want to get involved how would they contact you David?
3: Um, so they can contact me just by email me david.alexander at fansbet.com and um, I'll be delighted to speak to anybody to, that's looking to get involved and start getting Scottish teams benefiting from the money.
2: Yeah, excellent. So we we touched upon the partnership that we've we've now established between ourselves and and fans, but and um, in terms of what that that looks like, we've got our summit coming up on the eighth of September, which uh, you're going to be present at and um, have activity during throughout. So perhaps we could just talk a little bit about that
4: yeah i think i think I, I, I just on the partnership first of all we you know we're delighted that you guys are um endorsing um what our plan is and, and our attitude towards fan culture because we 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 completely recognize that getting involved with a betting company um is a challenge because there are some people who love it and we're unbelievably respectful of those who don't participate in that um our message is very 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 simple it says, if betting's not for you then don't don't do it. Um, But if betting is something that you enjoy doing in a responsible way, whether that be you're a regular punter on football and horses, whether you just happen to be the person who throws a fiver on the Grand National, it's up to you how you do that. But ultimately, we're very, very respectful of people's mindsets and attitudes uh, towards that. And we're absolutely not saying for one minute, just start betting because of what we're proposing to do. What we are saying is this. If you do, then come and do it with us because A... We take our responsibilities um, and compliance responsibilities very, very seriously indeed. We take our responsibilities towards responsible gambling very seriously indeed. And we've got a lot of opportunities within our product and within our site for people to be able to control that. Um, but outside of that, you know, people do enjoy um, having a bet then, you know, come and do it with us. And as I said, your endorsement of us um in particularly what we're proposing to do in terms of offering fan groups the opportunity to create a revenue stream to enable causes that are really important to them um, is great for us as well. And having you guys um, support us on that um, is is really, really important. And, you know, to be part of your summit, which um, I know is coming up um, where I know you guys are going to have a lot of stuff going on. Um, we're certainly not there to turn that into the Fans Bet Roadshow, but we're definitely going to have a presence there for fan groups, um, whoever's in attendance that day to come and talk to us, to talk about how the model works, to talk to us about how they can get involved with us. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to that very, very much, and we hope that um, that this is the start of a, of a long process where it isn't just a case of advertising with yourselves and giving us the opportunity to sort of get the endorsement of yourselves so we can... The, um, work with fan groups up and down um, Scotland. What I think is really, really important to us is, is that we also are part of enabling you as a group, um, as a as a governing body, as a representative body, to help achieve your dreams and goals and aspirations as well. And we're looking forward to being part of that.
0: Yeah, just to second that. I think it just makes perfect sense that an overarching, highly respected body like SD Scotland um, should be in partnership with FansBet, which is a very much an emblem of a fan facing organization with the correct values run by people who really want to do something for supporters. Irrespective, I go back to the point. Doesn't matter if you've got two hundred and fifty fans in a cowshed or whether you've got seventy-eight thousand fans in a in a in a corporate mega bowl. There are still people, supporter groups, wanting to do good things and whether that's whether that's the the, the idea of a mural in a subway, whether that's tickets or travel or fan ownership or campaigning for safe standing or any one of a, a number of very, very poignant local things. For example, there's a group of fans at Everton who'd like to restore the old Littlewoods clock in the corner. Maybe they could make that happen in the new stadium if and when that comes to actually fruition. So there's all these very, very special things that maybe 50 miles down the road doesn't mean a thing to anybody, but could be in just a relatively modest conurbation where people are thinking my word we'd love to make that happen if only there was a way well there is a way so if you're listening to this then we'd very much like to see you at fur park motherwell on the 8th of september and we'd be delighted to talk to you and it's and it's very much a pleasure to be able to play a small but i hope significant part in that event as a as the, the really the the fans better representative so steve will be there i'll be there uh, david will be there and uh, I know he'll be wearing his Clyde rosette, so he'll be he'll be easy to spot. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you there. Uh, it's
1: clear clear from here, you all talking how passionate you are about about the potential of, of of doing something through bet through betting that raises money to to actually make a difference to match experience, community projects, uh, to to support our ownership. Uh, and I'm 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 pretty confident that that passion that you have for it will come through for for anybody listening to this podcast. Um, you know, people may be wanting to know. So, how do they make the first step in, in, in doing this? You know, how do they how do they find a project that they could uh, that they could link up as a fan's partner? Um, you, you've, you've shared a few examples there as you've been talking, uh, and I think one of the things that they'll be able to do at someone, someone the come along, hear more detail about those stories at, at each of those clubs that you've mentioned. You know, the difference it's made, the money that's been been generated south of the border, uh, and look to do something similar. I alf- often um, kind of strikes me that. Any club you go to uh, around Scotland, around England, around the rest of the world, there'll be these 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 great ideas that people have, but they just can't get them over the line, uh, and they're always having to ask the same people for for contributions towards mm-hmm. them. So this kind of opens that up and, and creates another alternative. Um, so you know, as you as you said, people can come along on the eighth of September, talk to you about them, you know, and explore what that would mean, and hopefully leave that day with. Signed up and, and with a with a, a really easy uh, easy pitch to make to their to their members or to their friends colleagues at their their football club to, to get behind an idea.
0: Alan, 100%. Fans need a voice, which is exactly why they subscribe to SD Scotland. Um, but to have a voice, they also very often need funds. And if they've got a few members or many members who enjoy the. I would argue, deeply pleasurable activity for me personally of having a wager every now and then. Uh, for me, it's on horses and football. For other people, it could be on the, the golf, the cricket, the tennis, whatever it might be. Um, then it makes absolutely abundant sense uh, that this organisation which sets itself apart, and I do genuinely believe within the betting industry, we're the good guys. And actually, we're trying to do something and make, make that come to fruition. So it gives me intense pleasure to to hear that immediately you've got people who maybe have fallen upon hard times in the town of Peterborough who were being picked up by Ray and his team at the Posh Supporters Trust and taken to a match. That's a really brilliant thing. And I know you can say, well, that's just one or two people going to a Peterborough match. I'm, I'm 200, 300 miles away from there. Doesn't matter to me. But project that into your own circumstances, into your own local community. What a great story that would be, as and when that occurs, whether that's in... Aberdeen whether that's in Dundee whether that's in Glasgow whether that's in Manchester Leeds Liverpool Southampton Brighton doesn't matter it's it's absolutely interchangeable and could be replicated if just people could get organised and make it happen
2: I don't know if you you realise but the the logo of fans bet is the same as the uh, the podcast for fans about fans by fans Oh, so, there you go. so, so is
4: this a backhanded admission that you stole it from us, or is it just a yeah, coincidence? You, you could have, uh, at, you could have at least paraphrased it. Oh, well,
2: <laughs> it possibly subconsciously,
1: mm. maybe. maybe cre- cre- <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thanks for that. Yeah. And yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, yeah. It's clear, clear that we're on the same page in terms of our values, the way that we see the game, and the way we see potential for supporters to, to actually affect positive change. So, it's, it's great to to establish this partnership
4: and to be at the forefront of doing this with you. Yeah, to close off from our point of view, again, we're delighted to be in partnership with you. We thank you for the opportunity to talk today and for the invite to come and talk to whoever comes to Fair Park on September the 8th. Um, I think our number one request is very, very simply is is we're people of value. Um, We're people who keep our word and you know, we want the opportunity to be able to demonstrate that um, on an ongoing basis. So, you know, we look forward to uh, uh, hopefully a really, really good future making a difference to the fans together.
1: And we'll, we'll keep on reporting back on the success stories that will undoubtedly emerge from uh, from fans signing up, raising money this way, uh, and we, putting we'll, it to good effect.
0: We will, because that's the most enjoyable part of our job. Yeah. And actually, we've been making testimonials recently, chatting to some of these groups, and it's just such a an absolute buzz to go down to. A guy called Pete Bassi who runs the Punjabi Wolves and standing there outside Molyneux uh, chatting to him, getting his words on, making a little sort of, if you will, just a little very very short video, just getting, giving a little window into his experience. And you think we made this happen? That that is absolute gold. So as I say, any more any more scruples or inquiries or just ideas you have, uh, our man here, absolutely on the doorstep, David at FansBet.com, uh, is our uh, our operative who will be delighted to uh, help spread the word. But fast forward to September the 8th, looking forward to it.
1: Perfect. Steve, Tom, David, thanks very much for coming.
4: Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So
1: that was a great chat there with uh, the guys from Fansbet. Um, It was interesting uh, when we were talking about getting into the relationship with Fansbet, uh, wondering how that would go down with with our members uh, and with Scottish football uh, at, at large you know, gambling the gambling industry is obviously a controversial one uh, but we genuinely believe that fans offer something different um, share our values at quite a deep level and you can just hear in, in the conversation with them you know, how passionate they are about you know the potential for doing something that uh, that improves Scottish football uh, and if we can use you know the current market for, for gambling to help with that um, all, all the better.
2: Mm. Yeah absolutely I think the the term that kind of sprang to mind, and it may a bit far-fetched, but depending on which definitions you listen to, it's almost a bit like a social enterprise in the respect that they give away um, 50% of their profits to mm. social purposes being fan communities. So um, I think they are different from a lot of the different options that are out there, and we wouldn't normally have considered having a, a gaming partner uh, other than fans, but because of their kind of unique setup. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I guess we could, we could have played the, the wait and see game and just see if, they're, um, if they are what we think we, think we are. But actually we've got a better chance of, 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 of helping them to realise that vision they've got um, by getting into this partnership with them, looking for some early opportunities, looking for some real social impact, some, some improvements to the match day experience or to community issues uh, for some of our members um, in Scottish football uh, and seeing if we can actually have that impact and, and, and do that for them. Um, I'm very, 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 very positive about uh, we've heard everything we've heard from them since uh, we, we started talking to them uh, some months back. Uh, and I think this is a, a real opportunity for us to do something together.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And if folk are more interested in finding out more about them, then they'll be at the, the summit on the 8th. That's right. Um, yeah. At uh, Fir Park. Ten o'clock. Tickets are available from the Scottish Supporters Network website, um, and they'll be there, and you'll be able to ask them any questions you have about potentially signing up as a as a player or as a partner, if you're involved in a trust or a supporters group.
1: That's right. Um, we've always, all, obviously, all got a long list of projects that we'd like to do and, and things we'd like to spend money on, uh, and if we can find a few of them that are a good fit with what, what fans uh, want to do and, and how they. Um, where, they, where they see the potential of, of generating money uh, and get a couple of things off the ground quite quickly, quite early <laughs> that will hopefully allay any fears that uh, we're, in, we're in bed with an immoral industry in some way because that definitely doesn't seem to seem the case when, uh, when, when you speak to the guys there at Fanspet. So you know, very, very positive, very excited about the partnership with them uh, and delighted to have them on board. Um, I guess it's now our job um, to make that, that impact a reality uh, and to help help them find the right kinds of projects, uh, they can they can do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And um, as I think we've mentioned, you know, a lot of shared values, a lot of shared um, beliefs as organisations there. So as you say maybe controversial in some circumstances, but um, you know, no no doubt from our side that it's uh, they're doing something positive for Scottish football supporters, um, and actually doing something that. Um, is going to empower them by give, helping them raise finance, which is always the yeah. most difficult part yeah. of, of being involved in any organisation. So um, yeah, please do watch the space. We're going to have updates from them throughout the year in terms of some of the projects that they've helped fund through their partnerships. Um, so you can hear some of the kind of case studies of, of what's happening through, that, through those partnerships. So uh, yeah, watch on.
1: Yeah.
0: And until next time, we'll see you then.
1: Yeah, see you next week.
0: Behind the Goals is a Supporters Direct Scotland podcast. You can get in touch with the show by emailing behindthegoals at hotmail.com or you can also tweet the show at supdirectscott. That's S-U-P-P, direct scott.